In our fifth session now on Colossians 1, 1 and 2, we focus on the riches of grace to you and peace from God our Father. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brothers. Connect that with Father. Brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God our Father. Lord, would you, in these few minutes, open to us why Paul uses grace and peace in a blessing like he does at the front of the letter and speaks differently as the letter closes and the significance of calling you our Father. Oh, the riches, Lord, of the word grace, the word peace, the word Father, and the very form of the language. So show it to us, I pray. Change us by it. Cause us to speak this way with each other. I ask in Jesus' name, amen. Grace to you, to you. At the front of the letter comes grace to you. At the end of the letter, in the very last verse, I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. Remember my chains. Grace be with you. It's with you as they go on their way. And at the front, it's to you as they enter this letter. So I picture it like this. Here's the letter with its four chapters. And as we are entering the letter, Paul prays down in this remarkable form, grace be to you. And as he ends the letter and sends them on their way out into the world to live, he says, grace be to, nope, with, (laughs) with you. Here it is again. Grace be with you. And check it out. That is the case in all 13 letters. All of them, without exception. It's grace to you at the beginning. It's grace with you at the end. That's an amazingly consistent fact. And this is my interpretation, my guess as to why it's the case. As you begin to read this letter, God, through his word, is going to mediate grace to you. And as you leave off reading the letter and go out in obedience, grace will be with you. As you put your faith in this and walk in the power of it, grace will be with you, helping you, strengthening you. So take note that as you begin the letter, Grace comes to you. Let me show you something from Acts 20 that confirms my sense of this. Here's Paul speaking to the elders and saying goodbye to them, the elders from Ephesus. And now I commend you, I hand you over to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So as Paul says farewell, he commends them to the word 
of his grace. I commend you to the word of God's grace, which I think is basically what's happening here. Paul is saying, I am commending you now to this word. These four chapters of the word of God's grace. And as you immerse yourself in them, you are going to find that grace is poured out on you. And it's going to be poured out on you from God our Father. Now, take note of the very form of the language. He could have said, um, I pray to God that he give you grace. Because he is calling it down from God. This is a prayer, but it's not a prayer like this. I pray to God. This is indirect. There's no direct connection of you, you, Colossians, in this kind of prayer. Or he could have prayed like this. Um, May God give you peace. Now he says you. May God give you peace. And that's almost what he says. But so that's that's direct, more, let's call it more direct. More direct. Now here comes most direct. Most direct. He says, Grace be to you from God. Now, nothing is wrong with any of those. They're all glorious, wonderful. Do that. Do do all of those. Pray for people that God would give them grace. Say to people, may God give you grace and peace. But also add to your way of relating to people. Look them right in the eye and say, grace be to you. And I think the difference between these two is that This one looks upon yourself as more of an immediate, um, what should we call it, emissary or um, instrument of this grace. Grace be to you means I, right now, in the words that I'm speaking to you, am the instrument of grace coming to you from God. This wishes that that be so. This says, it is so. This is happening right now. It's an amazing form of speech that I think we should use in faith more often that God would do it. Grace to you. Sign off your emails. Look people in the eye and say, grace to you. Peace to you. Or when you're leaving them, say, grace be with you. And the last thing I would observe is simply this amazing and glorious Father. May grace and peace from God our Father. If you do a study, like I did, to get ready for this, 
you will find that the word grace and the word Father are connected at the beginning of every single letter of the Apostle Paul. He, in his mind, to be the child of God is to be in a state of grace that is simply inexpressibly great. We are family because God is our common Father, and with God as our Father, grace is always coming to us. The saints are the children of God, and to be adopted or born, two different images of the same reality, into the family of God and to have God as our Father was something simply breathtaking in the first century as it is today in every century. You know, when you read the whole Old Testament, God is considered the Father of Israel. But almost never do you read individuals talking of God as my Father. Sometimes not regularly, but that is the defining reality of being a saint, being a Christian, being born of God. You are made the child of God, and just a few verses later we get a taste of what it implies. Here's Colossians 1. May you be strengthened with all power, according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father. Why? Because he has qualified you by putting you in his family. He has qualified you to share in the inheritance. So there's a powerful implication of having God as our Father share in the inheritance of the saints in light. The children inherit the Father and his estate. Breathtaking. So, grace to you through my instrumentality, peace abounding between you and your Father, full of well being, not just the absence of conflict, but the presence of abundant delights in the family of God. So, let it sink in. If you're a Christian, you have God as your Father, and to have God as your Father is to have endless streams of grace flowing to you.